Hi there, this is Donna Forever Serenity. Welcome to So, You're a Graduate, Now What? In today's conversation, we are going to talk about coming in for landing. What am I talking about? You have landed the position that you have applied for. Now what? What are some of the habits that you're going to have to develop? What are some of the things that will be happening to you when you are at work in the position that you have now been awarded? Let's think about those things and discuss. Please come back to, so, you're a graduate. Now what? We take a short break. Donna Forever Serenity. Now that you have landed that job, your first day of work, I'm sure you're excited. Congratulations, by the way. You've gotten the position you've applied for. Now begins the work, not just literally speaking, figuratively speaking, because you're going to have to show up in more ways than one. You're going to have to be there physically and you're going to have to show your talent and your skills. That is what is expected of you. That's why you were hired. Make no mistake about it. They hired you because they wanted you. You are important to them. So don't ever forget that. Your talent, your skills, and your experience is important to the person who hired you. You may not think that you have a lot of experience because you are a new graduate, but if they didn't see the talent in you, and if they didn't see that certain thing, you know, I would be fancy and say je ne sais sais quoi, I'm probably saying it wrong because I don't speak French, (laughs) that certain thing that makes you special and that they would like to have you then they would not have hired you so be bold and be confident but you don't want to be too bold or too confident where you get overly cocky you know so just go with caution and with care and just be confident in yourself do not hesitate Yes, you're going to be scared. It's going to be scary. It's a new world. You're out there in the working world. You're out there in a new experience, a new company, new people, new experiences. Just be open to receive whatever comes your way. And um, be confident in yourself. Speak clearly. Express yourself clearly. And ask questions when you don't understand something just <clears throat> just ask questions there's no shame in asking questions and you'll know if you have a supervisor that's the person that you're going to go to to ask questions and to be able to understand when you don't understand say you don't understand be be a quick study hopefully you are when i say be a quick study i mean observe listen look read 
Retain what you have learned. Retain the information. Go off on your own when you have your time on your own time and do more research to further understand that what you need to know. You know, so for example, if it's a certain way of working or if it's a certain topic and you don't know more about it and you need to know more about it actually, either your supervisor can help you with that or you go off on your own and you search for it on the internet. Hey, that's what the internet is for. And I dare say the library as well, right? The library was there before the internet was, so you'd be surprised of what a treasure trove of information the library is. Now, so let's get some uh, other things discussed now that you have had you have the job. One of the important things, some of the HR things that are going to be needed from you, human resources that is, they're going to need your documentation. Like if you said you're a graduate, you have to show them a copy of your degree. You have to show them any copies of any certifications that you have or licenses. Make sure you have that proof with you. Of course, they're going to need your social security card. If you are an immigrant or a citizen, they're going to need your your naturalization papers or your green card. And of course, if you are a citizen born by birth, they're going to need a copy of your birth certificate. And you're going to be able to complete their documentation, their application more, yes, more application for your double four for your taxes for when you get paid, any kind of health insurance information. And sometimes health insurance doesn't happen right away, just so that you know. The health insurance may kick in after your, um, your time on the job. Uh, they're going to say they have to see if you're a good fit. And they have to see if you'll work out for them. And so they will tell you that health insurance won't come in until after that time. So don't worry about that. Um, So you complete all your documentation, legal stuff, I call them. You may even be able to apply for life insurance and things like that. And if if you are able to, that's great. This is a great thing when there are awesome benefits on the job and those awesome benefits may be one of the reasons why you apply for this company if you need a uniform and you have to front the money yourself you need to find that out how do you get the uniform do you pay for it do they supply it do they give you a stipend for cleaning or will you have to do that yourself what type of um clothing you know is worn so if there is a uniform of course you'll find it out on the first day as well and possibly you may have found it out before you got there one of the other thing that you need to make sure is that you have a checking or a savings account you're going to need an account in a bank and I say in a bank because it's better that way for you a lot of times some of these debit card companies will charge fees and they'll nickel and dime you for everything that you do financially with their card 
So if you buy something, pay something, receive money, transfer money, all of that, you are getting charged for at every turn. So that's why it's better to have a regular banking account. Um, there are some cards, though, for example, the Cash App card, you will be able to, and PayPal, of course, those are two of those cards, companies that you can utilize them without paying too many fees. With PayPal, they do take a deposit percentage um, when you get a deposit, but you don't have to pay for every transaction, and that's good for that one. But I do recommend getting a, a credit union or a regular bank to get an account. And they're going to need the routing number and your account number so that your payroll can go into to that when they pay you. So make sure you have that information available. Um, find out when your pay is. It's going to be either weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, depending on your position and on your employer. Also, um, if you have to file taxes after you get paid normally when you're working for a year, then that's where your double four comes in. And the information in that, you'll get the W-2, and the W-2 will have the details of your taxes that are withdrawn, and also how much your pay has been, and any health insurance benefits that have been deducted, and so on. You will find companies, business, organizations that will help you when you're able, when you're ready to file the taxes. So that will be done the following year. If you started your position in the middle of the year, you may not build up enough to file a tax. But once the full year goes through, then you'll be able to file your taxes and get a refund most of the time. Come on right back to, so, you're a graduate, now what? So that we can continue this great discussion. You're a graduate. Now what? We are talking about you have landed the job. Coming in for landing. Hey, yay. We're working people now. We're adults. We're working. So now that you've had the job, and as I mentioned, your employer, when they hire you, you are going to be working with them for a certain time. This is a way for them to see, hey, did I make the right decision in hiring this person? And they'll let you know that, hey, there's going to be a 30-day or 90-day trial period. This is called a way for them, this is a way for them to um, to see if they did the right thing. So it's called a probation, a probationary period. And this is how they're going to see if you are a good fit for them. And this is why you are going to have to be on your best, best behavior. That means you get to work on time, you leave out on time, you take your lunch at the appropriate time, and you return on time. You get all your assignments and your tasks done, you show up 
and you are there and you are alert and you are helpful and you get your job done. During this probationary period, they're going to see if you're also a good fit for the company with working with others, with the team. How do you get along with other people? Will you be able to be a good social person? Or are you going to be staying to yourself and not, you know, interact? So you may not have, um, when you're on the job, let me put it this way. There are so many different type of personalities. People are different in several ways, as you know, depending on who you meet, who they are. Their personalities can be really a good thing or a bad thing. Some people are introverts and they will stay to themselves. And you yourself may be an introvert. And that's okay to be an introvert. Just take your time to get the lay of the land, so to speak, and observe, as I said, and listen and take notes figuratively and literally. <laughs> meaning that you mentally store up and and take observance or you write it down, you know, and to see what the people who are around you are like. Some may be overly extroverted, extroverted in their personalities. You have some who we call really chatty and will give you all the information you need to know about where you are, about what you do, what they do, what the company's like. Hey, this is great because you're going to learn from this person. But you're also going to learn that maybe this person you don't tell everything to. You'll get to understand all of that in time. One thing I want to caution you is when you're on the job, try not to let your personal life get caught up and tied up in it, you know? It gets complicated when when it's like that. You don't have to tell everyone your business, you know, like what goes on in your own personal life in detail because you don't know these people really you don't but if you are a good sense of character and a good sense of persons there is someone that you'll feel drawn to then you've struck up a friendship and that's great but keep it interesting keep it job related for now don't go into personal details you know and don't be a gossip. Don't listen to gossip. Don't be a gossip. It's good to listen, as I said, and be observant and be aware because it helps you to be aware of who the players are, who you need to align with, and who you can depend on, and who won't throw you under the bus. <laughs> because those things do happen. Yes, they do. So, during the trial probation period, don't just be on time during that time. You know, it's hard. Sometimes I know, you know, I personally, I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I suck at being on time. I do. I always get so caught up in doing what I'm doing at home in the mornings. I have a family and everything else. And then I'm always running out the door at the last minute. And that happens to me too many times. And that's a bad thing. It's a bad habit. And I want to encourage you not to be that way. Show up. Be on time. 
And although I'm sharing that personal information with you, which is horrible, I guess. But no, it's not horrible, really. I'm just telling you because that's who I am. I'm honest. And, and I always let the people I work with know that sometimes things happen. And yes, sometimes I'm going to be late. But I'm a very dependable person. And I get the job done. And that's the key about me. And I guess that's why they keep me around. But you don't want to fall into a habit of, or a pattern of lateness where it becomes a drag on you personally and mentally. And you really need to show up for meetings and be there in time. And just so that your boss knows that they can depend on you. So be dependable. Show up. Be courteous. Do your job. Get it done. Don't sit there and not do anything, you know. Because this person hired you because they depend on you and they expect you to help them. That's what you're there for. So do what you are there to do. And don't waste time. And don't just sit there and have your hands folded in your lap. If you receive an assignment, make sure that you get the assignment done. But also seek out anything else that needs to be done. What can be helped, what you can help with. You know, show them that you want to work and that you're there as part of the team to get the job done. That is the objection. Or I should say the objective. Sorry, that was the wrong word. You see how important it is to use the right word? If you make a mistake, own up to it. Say you made a mistake because you weren't thinking you thought that was the right way to do it and you are sorry you apologize owning up to a mistake is the best thing you can do it shows your character it shows that you care and you do everything you can to correct the situation try to avoid making mistakes by first learning about what is needed and what is expected ask questions when you're not sure and give a scenario, an example of what you think is expected. I know that you may feel like you may be asking too many questions or you may showing too many doubts. And to be honest with you, if you're working with someone who doesn't allow you to ask questions, then that's, that's a red flag right there. The person that you're working for and working with has to allow you to ask questions and has to show you sometimes how they do things because the way you learned something or the way you may have done it before somewhere else may not be the way that they do it where you are. So on-the-job training is expected and is important so that you may be the best person, the best worker that will be and that, that will help you to do your job. So that is what is expected of your employer so that you can be the best person for what they hire you for. So do not hesitate and just play it by air in that if you don't get the chance to ask questions right away, if you don't get the chance to find something out right away, then you take notes, you go and make an attempt to do whatever it is, and then when the time is right, when the person is either off the phone, out of a meeting, or not busy, not occupied, 
then you take a moment to say, hey, can I have a few minutes of your time? And then you sit down with that person and you with the notebook in hand, you go and you talk to them. That's the adult way to do it. And that's what I definitely recommend. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. This is Donna Ferris Randy. Welcome back to So, you're a graduate. Now what? As you know, in this conversation, we are talking about the fact that you have landed a job and you are working, and this is your first week of work, and you have given in all your documentation, your certification, your um, diplomas, your, you've completed your W4 forms, you have filled out all the HR-related forms, and you, you, you may or may not wear a uniform. You have given your information for your bank account so that you can get your paycheck. So you know when you're gonna get paid, whether it's two weeks, bi-weekly, that's what's that called, bi-weekly, or it's once a week, which is weekly, or it's once a month, monthly, depending on your positions and those that your pay rate and your payday, you know all that information. That's good to know. Because this is information that you need for yourself. So, we have talked about showing up for work on time. That you are probably going to be on a probation period, a trial period. So that they can see if you are a good fit for them. Both in doing the work, in being a part of the team, in your personality, etc. We talk about... um, getting to know the people that you work with you know you're going to not be a chatty catty or as it's an expression that's used meaning don't be a gossip and don't listen to gossip but be aware of what's going on and align yourself with the people who you feel are good for you to be around so that you can learn from them learn about the position and what is expected of you Getting to work, whether you're going to drive yourself or take the bus, know what time you have to get up. You have to get out of bed to either go take the bus or to drive to work. Know the road, the route, you know, directions that is, on how to get there, where parking is, what is expected of you. Is it free parking? Do you have to pay? Because some jobs, you will have to pay for parking. Most times that happens when you work for a university. Um, And then you have to have a tag so that you can show that you legally belong there, your vehicle that is, and you won't be towed. So make sure you get that straight as well. And that you can park anywhere. Get that straight as well. Get to know people, know their names, and try to remember who they are. And know that your employer wants you to be a success. Yes, they do. They want you to be a success because they, that's why they hire you. And it also feels, shows them themselves that they have a good judge of character when they gave you the position. So you will be a success. Don't worry about it. Just be friendly. Learn how to fit in at your work. And um, ask questions. Sometimes you may get feedback, and when you do get feedback on how you perform, don't take it as criticism. 
Because yes, it is criticism, but it is good criticism. And that it's going to help you to know what to do and how to do it. So don't get angry. Don't talk back. Listen. Be calm. Ask questions. It's going to be hurtful at first. Take it all in. And then just, you know, just do what is expected. And understand what your role is. Understand what it is that they want of you. And be the you that you are. I hope that you will get through your trial period, your probation, probationary period, whether it's going to be 30 days or 90 days. And once that is done, you are there full time and you're going to keep learning. You're going to keep excelling. You're going to hopefully move up into a different position. And if there is room for advancement, yay, go for it. Don't stop there. Learn all you can. Do what you can. And if it doesn't work out, because that does happen, if it doesn't work out and they don't keep you, it is going to be painful and hurtful, yes. But don't let that stop you. Continue on. Find that with what will help you to be the best you you can be. Move on to the next. Don't sit there. Find out what it is that went wrong. Find out what it is that you need to change. And do that on your next position. I hope that you found this conversation helpful. Remember, if you have questions, to drop me a line. Donna and Company at Yahoo.com Or you can leave a message at anchor.fm slash Donna Serenity slash message. Stay tuned for the next one and I hope you come back to So You're a Graduate. Know what? Thank you for listening. Donna Ferris Randy signing out.